What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It's episode 129, and today we're going to be doing some flesh and potatoes, which basically means two movies. I decided that we should start doing new and old in an episode so that it's something that's brand new and something that's kind of old. That way we cover the whole spectrum when we do these instead of just like berating people with like 80s, you know? (laughs) So, by the way, guys, today, what we're going to be talking about today is two movies, one that just came out not too long ago, and uh, one that's pretty old. Uh, One of them we're going to be talking about today is... Cherokee Creek. Right, which just came out... 2018. 2018, so that's a newer one. That came by suggestion by In the Mic of Madness, which is uh, one of our friends' uh, podcasts. we got like three people. Brad's been on the show here with us. So has Jason... But we haven't got Rebecca yet, so one day. She's really cool. We're going to get you. Super cool. But yeah, they suggested it to me, and then I got hit up shortly after by Todd Jenkins, the director, on Twitter. He sent it over to me and said, hey, if you want to check it out. And I was like, thanks, man. So he gave us the final cut, like the real full movie that they don't show for some reason on Amazon. So I don't know. I don't know how much is cut from that one on Amazon. So I'm not too sure. I should have asked him probably. But we watched that. And we also watched Beasties, which came out. 91. 91. Probably was made in 1987. It's very 80s. Right. Because it feels like a total 80s movie. But this movie, Beasties, is kind of like a creature feature uh, Beasties. So we get two movies, one with Sasquatch uh, and killing, and then Beasties killing. So I thought it'd be kind of a cool, sleazy Beasties episode. (laughs) Because both of these movies are kind of sleazy. And they have beasts in them. So, sleazy Beasties. There you go. But yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go over that here in just a second. But how are how are you doing anyway? I'm good. Yeah, you yeah. Do? It's been it's been a it's been a thing. Brittany was uh, doing surgery on hot dogs and uh, putting them under <laughs> a microscope. Apparently, it was. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell them a little bit about uh, that? So a bit. I'm started a new job. Big part of my new job is where I have to like receive, cut, and prepare like frozen sections for specimens and. I'm in surgical and anatomic pathology is where I work. So I am not signed off on doing that process yet because it's a very like in-depth and detailed procedure that, I mean, like if you fuck up a specimen, like the pathologist can miss a diagnosis, like it's that serious. So I was practicing today um, because I'm hoping to get signed off within the next couple of days to be able to do it. So I brought in a hot dog to practice on. (laughs) 
And <laughs> I practiced on a hot dog. Which too. was the you know frozen the, hot dogs. We right? were yeah, no, was it? no. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Never oh mind. yeah. I'm so, <laughs> now I'm picking up what you're putting down. But <laughs> the the pet like the lead pathologist actually suggested that we do the hot dog thing because we were going to go down to the morgue and grab a leg amputation that was down there and then like cut pieces off of that okay and do that but there's a risk of like contamination or whatever like when you do shit like that you know the the tissue might be necrotic at this point you never really know so right he was like why don't you just bring in a hot dog he's like then you don't have to like completely decontaminate the entire cryostat like after you use it and i'm like fuck yeah i'll do that so I brought in a hot dog and practiced that. And then I got to practice on some actual specimens today, which was really cool. So, so hot dogs are sanitary. Uh, apparently. Sanitary hot dogs. Yeah, he was like, not cooked and well, whatever. And I was like, And right. tell them tell them what you said that you found out about, like, uh, the, the hot dog that you did. Oh, so we actually, like, one of the doctors that was, the pathologist that was working with us today was, like, actually okay with, like, looking at the sections that i did and i stained on the slides like under a microscope so we could look at what the what makeup of the it. hot dog is yeah and she's like get be prepared because typically it's really fucking gross like there's always like brain and all kinds of different pieces of organs from all kinds of different animals and it's really fatty and it's just nasty mm-hmm. and it'll make you never want to eat a hot dog again and then we <laughs> pig like, lips and assholes yeah and then our mine that i brought in was actually multi like skeletal tissue or whatever and like Dude. plant matters plant so there was, matter like, actual the... like vegetate like vegetables in there vegetation or whatever and like no bur- virtually no fat so it was actually like a really good hot dog and tell them what the best <laughs> hot dog to eat is apparently after looking at it under a microscope it, it was apparently like this little oscar meyer little smoky thing or they call them smokies they're not like the tiny hot dogs like the regular size right ones, but they're called like smokies or some shit i have a feeling that this is the reason i wanted you to bring this up is because like i feel like oscar meyer you know how they always talk about oh it grows in size you know That's like probably why. it expands it's because they're probably the vegetin uh, the Vegeta, whatever in it, the vegetin. I'm thinking of Vegemite or some shit. Fine, I I understand what. But you know what I mean, like the vegetable (laughs) shit makes it expand in some way or something. I I don't know. (laughs) I've eaten veggie dogs and they don't do that shit, so I don't know. I have no idea. Like who fucking knows? So those are the cleanest hot dogs. She even said her her doctor said she asked if it was a kosher hot dog, and I was like, no, (laughs) it's not. It's definitely not. She's like, yeah, this is similar to. You know, kosher hot dogs, those are typically the best looking ones. Like, right. You know, and I'm like, well, yeah. They go in easy. That's like their job, specifically when they're kosher. You don't have to cut the tip off or anything? No. Oh, no, you do have to cut cut the tip off. (laughs) If it's really kosher, I would imagine you have to cut the tip off. Oh, my God. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. apparently I'm a natural at cutting frozen's, yeah, which is really cool to know because that shit is fucking hard. Anytime I hear about hot dogs in the hospital or like some sort of like pathology, it's usually when they're trying to get one out, like because that Someone whole sat on it urban legend where the the girl like I heard this in school when I was a kid, but the fucking chick that fucking fucked a frozen hot dog and then like got it stuck inside of her because it broke off because she was getting a little into it. <laughs> And she couldn't fish it out, you know Ew. what I mean? I've never uh, heard that before. Eh. Well, and if you guys, gross. yeah, I know that's like an urban legend, though. I think I don't know if that's. that's I, I'm sure this has happened. So. I, you know, it probably has. There's plenty of times that we've had to pull an old fucking condom out of a girl <laughs> at my old job. Oh, like this is a, this is a thing. It's this funny. Happens like it'll fall off. 
they'll lose it and then like <laughs> they can't fucking get it because it's like up behind the center like it's, it's somewhere yeah and so we've had to literally go in like we're gonna do a pap smear similar to like removing an iud and then you're like the fuck is that and you it's no fucking condom is it a pretty commonplace thing because like it's not i wouldn't say it's commonplace but it happens yeah. It's just like it's just like all the shit that gets stuck up dudes' butts. <laughs> My buddy, I don't know if I should say who it is. He was telling me about somebody that he and I mutually know. <laughs> she said she said I'm sorry. <laughs> this is totally fucked up. Uh but she fucking said that uh she she found a, a condom in her uh, after having sex with multiple people. And yeah. he was like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good, yeah. yeah no, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least she's using protection. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I mean kudos. That's, that's well, cool. Is it really protected when it's inside of you? Well, I mean, like, she was thinking she was. <laughs> so she had the intention of using protection, which is good, you know, good. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for people slutting it up, just like. Hey, man, yeah, I'm not slut shaming here. Don't you know, be gross I was a about slut it. Once too, you know? <laughs> like wrap your willy and take birth control or do something. Yeah, but it's not. Hey, I like it on skin, like a man and flesh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's in one of the movies we're going to talk about, by the way. I know. <laughs> I remember. I was like, "Fucking gross." For me, by the way, I have not been doing all that much. I just been kind of like, well, I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of everything, and I haven't had any time to myself. So I've, you know, I worked on the fucking trailer for the movie we made up last week called Day. Dave did it, which took me like Dave. literally, guys. Who the fuck is Dave? Yeah, who the fuck is Dave? I had, even did my own voice acting, but I did. It, I had to rush. Like if I would have had more time, guys, that 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 would have been a spotless thing. But for the general public, most people don't give a shit. You know, like there's minor things in the trailer that I made. But if you haven't checked it out, please like it, thumbs up, whatever. Whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, because I fun. spent like probably like 25 hours on finding footage and putting it together over over three fucking days and it's a minute and 45 fucking seconds <laughs> anybody who edits you probably know what i'm fucking talking about but when you're having that many shortcuts it's like you have to be very specific and even the program i'm using like doesn't allow it it, it has a lot of room for error so I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure out some other way to learn to, <laughs> to teach myself. But I hope you guys watched it. You pieces of shit. Like <laughs> I liked it. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> no, I got a lot of great compliments. So it really made me feel better. Because like seriously, when I was sitting there doing it and I was being Mr. Perfectionist, you know, like oh, it's got to be here. It's got to do this, and you know, like I had to let go, you know, because I was just getting too crazy with it. And I was like, man, I'm going to do all this work and no one's going to fucking watch. <laughs> so, but anyway, but I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys. So for all of you new listeners, because I know that we get thousands of you every week. <laughs> Uh, and we, we love all of you for coming by and just Thousands. treating us like a cheap slut. Bitch. Um, but we're actually, we figured we'd do a shot based around Cherokee Creek. So, Todd, if you're listening, this is your shot. It's called the Milkfoot. <laughs> and why is it called the Milkfoot? 
Well, in this movie... <laughs> you stick your foot in a bunch of milk. Yeah, no. <laughs> and lick it clean. So in this movie, uh, I'm going to spoil just a little bit, but not a lot. There is a scene where a guy turns around and essentially comes in the general direction, or in my wonderful mind, onto the foot of Bigfoot. And uh, he kills him. So... <laughs> I thought it'd be funny to call this shot a milkfoot. He kills him. <laughs> Therefore, he is dead. I won't say how. I can't spoil that. But how would you like to have a milkfoot in your mouth? <laughs> All I you have it. to do <laughs> is put in one-fourth part Bailey's Irish cream, one-fourth part creme de menthe, one-fourth part cinnamon schnapps. Yes, this is a frou-frou drink. And uh, one-fourth part milk. Got milk? Yeah. So, it's essentially an Eskimo Joe recipe, but for this one, when you are about to take your shot, you're going to, of course, mix it up first, and you're going to look at your friend in the face and pretend to jerk off and say, who's your daddy? <laughs> like in the movie. Gross. Now, how about that? Now, I can't promise this is going to taste like semen or anything like that, so for all you semen hounds, oh, I mean, it depends on how much you regulate your man's spunk. <laughs> God, this one tastes like asparagus. I mean, like, <laughs> I heavily regulate that shit when I know I'm going to be sucking the D. <laughs> I'm like, this is what you're going to eat for a 24 to 48 yeah, hours lemons. prior to yeah. me sucking your D. Sugar, spice, and, and everything, everything I like that's everything nice. Everything that I want to put in my mouth. So, <laughs> there you go. I eat, Pineapple. I Pineapple eat not, is good. not fruity asparagus. Pe fruity pebbles are also badass. Dude, every time I eat asparagus, literally, it hits my bloodstream. It's almost like fucking some sort of drug. Sweat it's asparagus. like cocaine. Yeah. I go take a fucking piss. I will not. And it smells like fucking asparagus. I will not suck Mouse's dick for like several days after we've had asparagus. <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. Maybe you should just like, you know, never mind. I'm going to stop. I can't remember. We've already got a little it. tasteless right now already. So he calls them like stink pea sticks or something like that. <laughs> Whenever like I make asparagus, he's like, oh, we're having. Sticky pea sticks. I'm I like, like yep. asparagus. So I love I asparagus. Know. I didn't like it when I was young, but you know, if it's chewy, then I, I kind of get weirded out. But if it's cooked just right, it's fucking delicious. It's delicious. Anyway, now that you guys are super interested in drinking something, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com to check out our hashtag horror shot section for your milk foot right fucking now. That's it for horror shots. Horror shots. All right, guys. So now. <laughs> We're not going to be doing the news today because one of these movies, which we're going to do last, we're going to break down the entire movie because one, it's going to be really hard to find this movie. And two, if you are able to find it, there's like three different versions out there. So we're going to do our detailing and we'll save that for last. That'll be Beasties. Um, and we'll save that for last. So now we're just going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes right now. All right, guys, so now we're going to jump into the first movie, which is... Cherokee Creek, which was released in 2018. Dun, dun, dun. The general premise of this movie is a bachelor party in the woods gets crashed by the ultimate party animal. Yeah. That's, that's which is it. Which is, well, they don't say that. They don't say what it is, but it is a... a it's a Bigfoot. A, it's a Bigfoot movie, yeah, all right? It's, it's Sasquatch. Like, it's, it's there. It's a thing. 
Uh, this movie was directed by Todd Jenkins, who has also directed some other, I believe they're all shorts, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Vows, Y, and Harvey and Peter. Nice. It was written by Jarrett Bigelow, who did the original story concept, who worked on this movie. Billy Blair, who also did the original story and concept. And oh, Araceli okay. Araceli Jenkins, who also did the original story and concept. Yeah, because it felt like those guys were really close friends. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was no... Or just really good acting then, because it seemed like they were. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> uh, all, last but not least, Todd Jenkins also wrote the screenplay for this movie. And he wrote, I think he had something to do with the original story and concept for this, too. So it was, a so it was like a million people wrote yeah. this movie. <laughs> it stars Billy Blair, who plays Vinnie Blades who has been in such films as Machete, Machete Kills. Machete. Am I saying it wrong? No, you're saying it right. It's just funny. Machete. You're like, and it also has Machete. Machete? Machete Kills. <laughs> like you're some fucking old white lady sitting. Bigfoot Wars. And on today's class, like, we're going to be studying Machete. I'll fucking say everything like that, too. It'll be fucking hilarious. Uh, Bigfoot Wars. He was in Sin City, a dame to kill for. Dead Awake. Most recently, he has been in Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, I saw that. was just released. And he is also going to be in Three from Hell. Yeah. Which... I like him. I think he's a good actor. I I really like him. I actually really do. There's something unique about him. I don't know what it is. It's his face. He has a unique face. Yeah, well, he definitely does. But he's been in a lot of stuff. He's one of those people where you're like, he's going to be a, oh, it's that guy. Right. Kind of people. You know what I mean? He feels like a natural actor for the most part. Like a little bit over the top for this movie in particular. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be that way though. That's that's this this film anyway. Sorry. Um, that's okay. It also has Todd Jenkins who plays Jinx, who is in Fright Flick, Blood Sombrero, which sounds amazing, <laughs> Apocalypse Road, The Summoning, and Howlers, and a handful of other things. It also has Justin Armstrong who plays Pat, who is in The Ouija Experiment, Ghost Note, and Inhumane. Also has Justin Duncan, who plays Jarrett, who was also in Ghost Note, a movie called Anna, and a short called Escape the Dead. It also has Olivia Sabini, who plays Caroline, who was in a film called Roram, Starwatch, and The Baptist in the Basement. It also has Jeff Swearingen, who plays Chad, and Swearingen is like the literal greatest last name ever, because it makes (laughs) me think of Al Swearingen from Deadwood, and they just announced Deadwood movie is coming out in May. Yeah. I'm so excited. He was also, by the way, Todd Jenkins was, I remember him from Knuckle Bones, which is a movie. Oh. It was like a slasher movie. Hmm. I got that free in my, well, not free, but I got it in one of my, uh, well, they'll yell you. Those horror boxes. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. I miss those. Uh, so Jeff Swearingen, who plays Chad, who was in A Savior Red, Big Yellow A Hole, which is apparently a TV series, which I need to fucking find because I don't, I'm sure it's not at all what I think it's about, but mm-hmm. it sounds great. Um, and also the TV series Revolution. Uh, last but not least, it has Jason P. Kendall, who plays Drew, who was in Midgets vs. Mascots. <laughs> Reagan from- I've heard of that. Yeah, he's like a ticket taker or something like that. He doesn't have like a big part in it. Right, but, okay. Um, he also did a documentary called Reagan from Movie Star to President and a TV uh, series called Murder Made Me Famous. Okay. So, Alex- Yes. What do you think about this movie? <laughs> yes. Um, well, it's garbage. No, I'm kidding. 
I mean, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I think this movie was a lot better than I originally thought it was going to be, to be honest. And I'm actually pretty glad I watched it because I, I had a really fun time watching it. Uh, I was first introduced to it, like I mentioned, by the guys over in the Mike of Madness podcast. If you haven't followed them, check them out. And they actually interviewed the director, too. So uh, a lot of our trivia, we were going we were gonna to do our own trivia, but a lot of the stuff that we caught was going to be through theirs and we figured well maybe maybe it'd just be better if you guys just checked out their interview yeah. because it's a lot of fun anyway so big shout out i'll post the link down below by the way but yeah i immediately started laughing like right off the bat and i, I was like christina was like half asleep and i thought i was laughing by myself like i didn't realize she was passed out like so i was like is this not funny or something i was like i'm laughing like is that is that wrong <laughs> and she was like what i'm sleeping um but uh <laughs> Absolutely. But I immediately was laughing and I was cracking up. It was, it was it like that the entire movie. It's a little spotty at times, you know, but it sort of dipped a little bit. Perhaps, you know, maybe it was due because of the frequency of the jokes that they were trying to throw out there. You know, sometimes that happens in a comedy movie. Yeah. You get so many that you're barraged with it that you become desensitized to jokes you in a way. immune. <laughs> right. I'm so, immune to jokes now. Thank but, you. But it does pick up quite a bit a few times th for throughout the whole uh, you know film, and and I really do like Todd Jenkins and Billy Blair together in this. I think that they were would work really well, especially the very beginning of the movie. Uh, in the very beginning, when they're like in the van and stuff, I won't spoil it. Uh, and they're doing that thing or whatever. I was laughing a lot, and I and I felt like the cadence of that was like going really quick and kind of similar to something like Tarantino esque in a indie way in a way so the way that it was written where they talk about things that you wouldn't normally talk about kind of like you know what's the fucking movie with fucking Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta are going back and forth in the car talking about Royale with cheese oh yeah and just that whole like air about it in some way the writing feels very familiar in that way I don't know that that was necessarily what they intended but that's just kind of what went in my mind because it was kind of I was like elated like in, enjoying the ride a little bit and then there was like these silly jokes that didn't really make sense but also were way way more lowbrow than compared to maybe like Tarantino-esque films, but they still went there, kind of like Tarantino-esque films, I guess. So, but they add a bunch more characters into the mix and it sort of slows down in parts, like almost to a crawl, but just to kind of like get the story elements out there. I don't know, but maybe maybe it's just a pacing thing, you know, and comedy all kind of quickly working together. I don't know. Plus, of course, later on, uh, they introduce Bigfoot, of course, the, the, the big star in the background, sort of, because in a lot of ways, I feel like this movie is more of a comedy than it is uh, like a horror movie, but it definitely is a horror movie. So um, it does have its gore for sure. And I think most gore hounds appetites should be satiated. But don't, you know, go in expecting the whole movie covered in blood. It's definitely not that kind of movie, but it has its fair share of, of like, oh, fuck, why are you showing that? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they, I think at heart, it's it's more of just a comedy movie, though. And, and you know, it is, it does have its Bigfoot stuff in there, and it definitely wraps up with Bigfoot. Um, 
but it feels a little bit more like 30% Bigfoot, maybe 40%, and the rest is just comedy up to that point. I think it's like 25% Bigfoot. Yeah, it's 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 a smaller portion, but that doesn't that, that I'm not saying that to take away from it. It doesn't mean it's not a horror movie by any means. It's got that sort of old-style nod to to the like sleazy horror comedy uh or just sleazy 80s kind of feel, you know, where it's like, you know, male libidos and like sex and all that kind of stuff sleazy comedy sphere somewhere in there you know but while adding in some of the horror elements sort of kind of like a wink and a nod you know to that centuries or whatever style of humor anyway i I definitely doesn't shy away from the sexual nature uh in this film and i give a you know a full pants off to todd jenkins because holy fuck dude (laughs) he got stark ass naked in this fucking film and uh yeah i probably wouldn't be able to do that i don't think but he definitely did it so uh not something i wanted to see by the way but kudos to you i did thanks bro (laughs) Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm in. Anyway, so dicks, I mean, shit, overall, I dicks. think this, <laughs> overall, though, I really do think it is a good movie, guys. So it's 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 self-aware, and it's actually shot really well, which is kind of a big gripe with me when I start to watch independent films, is that it just doesn't flow right. And I felt, I didn't feel distracted by the uh, cinematography or the direction or anything like that. I thought it was really well shot. And because it was self-aware, I think those two things combined as far as the humor and stuff goes, uh, I think it, it kind of like satiated any critiques that I might have harshly about the film because I kind of got the vibe pretty mu- pretty early and I think that was what their goal was. So I think I would probably give this like a 6.5 or a 7 if I, in that genre of some sorts, but probably a 6.5 overall. But that's not to say it's not a good movie. I, I will probably watch this again in the near future. Um, but I enjoyed it. I think it's an indie done well, in my opinion. And I can definitely see that him doing more movies... Todd, you know, doing his thing. I think you could see a lot more from him in the future. And it might be cool to see Todd and uh, Billy team up again, uh, because I, I really feel like they were the strongest characters in the in the film, you know, and I thought that yeah. they really bounced off each other pretty well. So I, I would like to see that anyway. I could literally watch, you know, how they do those movies where it's like <coughs> Simon Pegg and that one guy. Yeah, and like I could just see like a whole Never remember his name. Yeah, like a him. different situation for the same two guys, you know, like I don't know. The, like Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, maybe they're not as Simon Pegg, you know, stars or whatever, but I definitely think it'd be interesting. So, what about you though? What did you think of the movie? Um, I mean, <laughs> you're not as as positive about it as I am. No. <laughs> I don't I mean, there's Are you offended, Brittany? There's a couple No, it takes a lot to offend me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, there's a couple like redeeming qualities of this like this film that brought me back to being like okay with it okay but it feels like what it it is essentially is that a bunch of fucking bros got together and wrote a movie (laughs) and then made a fucking movie and bro bro like that's what happened like also i would like to someone i'm gonna put this job out on someone else because i'm not gonna do it to actually go and count how many times they say fuck from start to finish. Oh, that's a drinking this movie game because I guarantee you it's got to be a record. That should be in the in the It's going to be up there with the Tarantino film. Really? Like, for sure. Like just in the opening little thing where they're, you know, where they're dressed up as robbers or whatever like threatening you for hoping that you didn't like stream the movie for free and you didn't steal it. Oh, you actually, yeah, like, that's just it or funny or whatever, but like from that 
through the movie and then to the ending part with that too i'm like count all the fucks or the motherfuckers i guarantee you it's a lot i think that was more it's off like the record. top like they were just doing it oh, imp- that, was, improv. that seemed all very like improv yeah it seemed like very improv yeah I don't know. they kind of had a gist of what they wanted to say <laughs> but it was like to me it like starts off like like that right away and i'm like yeah mm. I think it was cool to watch that. I thought that was like a nice little extra. In I get there. what they were doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand the effort behind it, but I was just like, up, oh, I'm in for, I'm in for a ride here. It's better Some, than an FBI warning that yeah, just sits there like a fucking it's dead fish. <laughs> I know. I do like their take on an FBI warning. I yeah, guess like, exactly. Thanks, gentlemen. I'd rather but, watch that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's this is a bro movie for sure. Oh like, God, here we go. No, it I'm is kidding. though. I'm like, I'm just saying, it's like it's a guy movie. It's a like you get with your friend, your dude friends, and drink beers and watch this movie and sure that's that's it like i i don't foresee a lot of women ever getting behind this movie i think th- yeah i think you'd be surprised i don't know i don't know rebecca was really into it that's yeah, cool for rebecca but <laughs> i i don't know like i didn't hate it by any means i've seen a million worse movies but and i don't and i don't want to shit on it because like they work hard yeah it's apparently do, three years and you know to make this and for this type of a movie in an indie film that they probably paid for themselves essentially like they did a really good job you know what i mean like it's shot well and i agree with you on that it is shot well it looks like more more on the lines of like a higher budget film it doesn't look like you know you paid your fucking shaky cousin to film yeah you with a fucking camera and then shaky jared yeah and then there's like cuts where the audio is all fucked up or like you know the audio doesn't match the visual or whatever like it's not like that it's actually a really streamlined movie but it starts off slow and then it picks up a little bit and then it's really fucking slow for a really long time. I thought it started time. off pretty quick. Like it did, but... I thought it slowed down after that beginning. I don't know. It was like eh, and then it's nothing for okay. a while. And then, like, yeah, I mean, I get with the hunters or whatever. Like it starts off kind of like, oh shit, but then nothing. <laughs> Into yeah. oblivion for a while and I'm like, where is this going? Yeah. Like, well, there's some funny stuff in there, like the... I don't. I don't want to spoil it just yet. We'll get into some. And there's of that. like some, you know, funny-ish conversations or whatever going yeah. on. Like it's, it's more. It's it has some dry humor in it. There is, and I appreciate like you know nods like that and and everything. But I just like when it gets picked when it picks up towards the last like probably like thirty forty minutes ish of the movie, mainly because people start dying and that's when I'm like fuck yes, <laughs> this is what I'm waiting for. Like people to die and then it like suddenly takes this real sharp turn into a porn. Yeah. And that I'm was like, my favorite what part. What the fuck is going on with this movie? <laughs> like, I was, I'm sitting there and I'm just like watching this fucking shit and I'm by myself because, like, you know, Mouse is at practice and I'm sitting there like, <laughs> what is going on? And then, of course, like, he comes home when, like, you know, Todd, right? Todd's getting his dick sucked or well, whatever. Well, it's not, it's Jinx. Jinx is getting yeah. his dick sucked and, you know, it's just all these noises and Mouse is like, the fuck are you doing? And I'm like watching porn. Apparently, he's like, "You guys are doing a porn movie." And I'm like, "No, Alex won't let me do a porn movie." <laughs> I didn't say Freaking we couldn't rude. do it. Rude. <laughs> I didn't say we couldn't do it, but there's not going to be much conversation. That's enough. Like literally, there's going to be like five minutes of fucking dialogue, <laughs> and like the two and a half hours of fucking. And we, we get to basically cr- okay. And now he's going in for the sploosh on the face. That'll be perfect, though. Can you ah, imagine that? Money shots Just, are like, made in heaven. Verbatim, like. Like, word-for-word breakdowns of a porno. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, it would be funny. They they have done that. Comedians yes. watching porn. Yes. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah. They had it's pretty funny. It's name. all improv. Oh, my God. I love that shit. When they're speaking to the porn stars. 
Right. Or whatever. So you just didn't like you weren't attracted to the to the people, uh, so it was like not a thing. Or you just felt like it was totally out of place, the like porn? the porn in this movie, like the the sexual. Uh, I didn't really think it was I didn't that think much. It was like out of place by any means. Like you obviously know what's going there. They brought strippers. So I wonder I'm like, if they cut the dick out. It's gonna get because because they do that on Amazon. Like that other guy that I did, Matt Price, who did a movie called. Uh, God, fuck, I always forget his fucking movie, dude. Well, supposedly they took this movie, like, off of Amazon, or maybe they had to, like, edit it to put it back on or whatever, because it was too graphic huh. or whatever, and it was too, like... Yeah, add that to the cover. Ridiculous, con- you know, content right. or some shit, and I'm like, there's so many other movies, like, sir, everybody's fucking fine with full-on female nudity, like, it's not a problem, but God forbid you show a fucking dingle yeah, man. here and there everybody fucking loses their mind and I don't get it because dicks everyone are, just loses their mind dicks are so ridiculous looking like it's hilarious like why <laughs> I'm would not you not I'm not offended by seeing dicks nor well, am not I want to look at it like right. it's funny and when I see a guy's dick get cut off like I kind of like yeah it's like oh shit I wish that wouldn't happen to me but holy fuck it's not real hilarious <laughs> shit is hilarious well, although, I, although somebody does show their dick in it and, he uh, does it's a nice dick too <laughs> I'm a compliment. It's proud a nice of you. dick. Like We're I was proud like, of you. all right then. Like, <laughs> and it's hilarious because he does these fucking. This is what I appreciated was him being so like spot on with like prepping himself for this moment. Yeah. Because dudes do that. Yeah, I've always wanted to do this. You guys fucking do that. Do like, we? I don't. Absolutely, do, I've never well, done my that. My ex did that all the time. Like he never thought I knew about it, but I fucking knew about it. I'm I just like, can't wait. We just like it. get to it and. Then the clothes well, go flying. Not like when it's heat of the moment. I don't kind of present thing, but if myself. There's like a I'm moment like, where you hey. get to, well, it's not like when there's a moment we get to like prep for it. Kind of, it's usually like when the girl's like, "I'm gonna slip into something more comfortable." So it's interesting because like, I will, like I'm gonna I, do twenty sit ups. <laughs> I won't do that for sex, but when I'm about to take a shit, I'll have her turn her back and be like, "Okay, hold on, now wait," and then turn around and then I shit right. <laughs> that would be really weird. No, I don't. When do you're that. shitting on the bed, like, no. what are you doing? <laughs> Wow. Where, are you, where are you shitting to where she's yeah, in the no. same room as you? No, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on the bed, Brittany. <laughs> Why would she be but in I the same admit, room as you? But I will admit, there was one night I, dr- I was drunk and I woke up with, cuddling with a log of my own shit. Did you? No. That's cute. <laughs> That's sweet. I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> what? I'm going to get you a Mr. Hanky. Some toilet Hankey. paper? No, I'm going to get you a Mr. Hanky, like a big old stuffed Mr. Hanky. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then like, here's a real Christmas paper. For whatever reason, when you said that, I when you said Hanky, I just thought of like a like one of those elephant socks, you know, the male. Dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I guess I don't work Sorry, too. I'm totally derailing everything that you're saying. No, it's cool. I don't know. It. <sighs> I'll fight you. It's fine. Like... <laughs> Maybe you just weren't in the mood for it at the time. Maybe. You know what? Because I feel like if, like, get a couple whiskeys in me and I sit back down to watch this movie, I'm going to love it. That's like, the kind of movie it is to me. Which is maybe it wasn't because it was a bad day like, oh. that I had already. So you, took, so you took it out on someone's artwork. I no. It. And no, that's I, cool. I've said a hundred times already, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on it. But, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. Like, I was literally sitting there being like, this is just, this is a dude movie. Like, it's totally a dude movie, which is fucking fine. Well, I mean, it was written by dudes. It's, yeah, it's obviously, it's like a bunch of best friends got yeah. together and wrote and fucking filmed a, a movie. And I that's thought it was it fun. Is, it kind of reminds me of like the early 2000s comedies in a way. Yeah, and I, I agree with that aspect too, but you know, I like I the know. What is it? What's that one with Ryan Reynolds where they go Van Wilder? That Van Wilder. It's kind of like that, but a little bit more smarter. Do you know? It's a, a little bit more smarter. Wow, I'm really good. It's, it's smarter. You're really, 
You're the real smartest. Yeah, I'm smarter than you. You're the smartest. Give me that. You don't need it. I want it. Clearly. No, I'm. this is mine. <laughs> Clearly, you don't need I'm it. I'm drinking Dewar's White Label, which tastes like rubber bands. So either I'm going to like... <laughs> I'm serious. Which tastes like rubber bands. I'm like, not I joking. I want to try it. All right, hold on. Let me try the rubber bands. You drink what you want and then give me the rest. I don't want your AIDS. Whoa! <laughs> rubber bands! <laughs> Have you ever licked a rubber band before? I mean, I've put one in my mouth. I've put one in my mouth before, too. Like, I, why would you do that? But, like, I've done it. Like, I like chewing on them. I don't know. I'm fucking weird. You want that? Yep. Oof. Can I drink the whole rubber bandy thing? I just, you know, I just wanted to pick it up it a little. Back? No, I'm good. Go ahead and finish it up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't taste it. I wouldn't sip it. Oh, like, I like how you pre-shot that. Mm-hmm. I don't like the taste of rubber bands. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of taste like it? Like something synthetic and plastic. Absolutely chew it on rubber bands. But it's pure scotch. It's like white label scotch. Anyway. Yeah, it's in a glass bottle. It's legit. Yeah, I only drink piss water. So (laughs) piss water and shitty vodka or shitty whiskey. What am I talking about? Shitty vodka. (laughs) I drink shitty whiskey too. It's fine. I drink all whiskey. I I don't discriminate against whiskey. Well, I'm gonna drink it all. I will say this though, like you know, I I I can see that it definitely is not going to be for everybody. No, you know what I mean. Like the humor I, is is a little bit too much for I think most people these days. But I kind of is refreshing to see it because everything is so finely pruned. And please don't hurt my feelings. Well, that's and, like I you feel know? like this movie would have done better ten years ago. Yeah, probably. Now, not so much. I don't know. It was kind of a throwback to the 2000 era. Yeah. And it, late it's, 2000s or whatever. It's fine. Like, they they did their thing. They made a fucking movie that's badass. Like, and good for them. Like, yeah. they could have done a million worse things with this, and they didn't. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be for everybody. It's not my favorite fucking movie. I'm not going to rave about it to all of my friends by okay. any means. But... I would totally get shit house hammered and watch this movie again with a group of people who've never seen it. Okay. Preferably my dude friends, which is mostly all I ever <laughs> hang out with anymore, and they're all gonna love it, and then I'm just gonna be like, cool, you yeah. know. But a little, a little, you'll bit, come around, Brittany. A little bit of me, you'll come around. A little tiny, tiny bit of me that wants to <laughs> be like my, you know, join my feminist side and just be oh, like, oh, whatever. This You're is not so even like that. I don't know, I, but You're, I can't because I don't care. Yeah, you so. really don't care. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. You're not a feminist. No, I'm not. I'm absolutely. <laughs> You're not. a female. I'm a lady. Yeah, uh, sort of. That, that farts and burps in here <laughs> all the poor time. Poor excuse for a lady. <laughs> I have yet to fart in here. I know. Well, uh, I warned I, you today it might happen, but that, that you know, know of. I actually <laughs> I have farted in here. You just didn't know about it, but that's fine. She's like, I'm gonna rip now. Now I am. Now I don't have to. <laughs> Of course. Anyways, I'm disgusting. I don't know how I got married, but I did. Whatever. I don't know how other people no, want to and, have sex and just with me, to, but they do. Just to vouch for Brittany, she has a a wide range of humor too, and she would not be on this show if she was that uptight about yeah, anything. I'm, I'm, yeah, like that's I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I just didn't. Unless you're just like secretly like I'm just gonna fucking ruin you one day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like little do you know, yeah. motherfucker. Just wait till your fucking day comes. <laughs> I don't know. I, to me, I was like not not very much on board. Like I I messaged Alex and I was like, I don't fucking know about this movie, dude. And then <laughs> and then a magical thing happened right after I sent that message, and I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, and there was that scene that we made a shot around. And then the porn thing happened, and I'm like, but then I I get it, so I'm not upset about it. It's just kind of like, there's far worse movies that have done that in bigger. But I wanted like the hotter girl to be the one to get the hotter girl. That's terrible. Bent over in the fucking woods. 
or whatever, but <laughs> it's fine. Well, they're both hot, but I like the girl with the wig on. She was really cute. Oh, yeah. And her fucking hair. horrible Hello Kitty tattoo on her back. And I'm like, why do you look so familiar to me? Because I probably know her from somewhere. Yeah, right. She probably does porn that I've seen. So that's probably why I know her. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. See, anyway. That, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty uh, wrong of you to judge her. I'm not judging based her. Based on a fucking character that she plays. I... <laughs> I'm just defending I'm her. I'm just saying, like <laughs> you fucking she pig. Fucking probably You're a is. fucking pig. <laughs> uh, you know how many porn stars have Hello Kitty tattoos? I have no idea. Almost everyone with a Hello Kitty tattoo is a porn star. Really? I'm never at looking least, at the maybe tattoos. Maybe just in my opinion. Yeah, you're looking at the tattoos. I'm looking at the yes. vagina and the dick usually, and the, or just the vagina and the dick, or the the boobs. I was like, where are the boobs coming? I mean, I don't know. Here? Whatever, whatever bits are smashing are together. I'm not really. Porn? I'm not like, man, that's a really nice tattoo. I I'm just like blob of tattoo I'm a here. Fucking weirdo about that shit. Hot like, sex going on here. I absolutely check out people's tattoos. I do that all the time <laughs> though. Like whether it's just like regular in person or watching a movie or like porn <laughs> you're like i don't care I'm you know like, she's got really nice teeth i do that too i mean i noticed that when she was just blowing that dude i do do that yeah i she, absolutely do that. she was chowing down on that butthole like no, no tomorrow. tomorrow and but her she, teeth I could were just, pearly ass yeah, white they were so beautiful like that bitch had invisalign like <laughs> good for you honey like I, I absolutely do shit like that like i'll be like oh she has really pretty eyes <laughs> or ooh, her teeth are nice yeah, or, I, those are perfect tits. Like I, little, I, like watching porn with me is ridiculous. Like whenever I have, I've just forgotten who I. Yeah. I just forget immediately after. I watch a lot of porn. Like <laughs> it's just fun for me. So like she, she like analyzes this. But I gotta be ready for it. So like for this, I was like, I was not necessarily prepared for the fact that this went on full on porno. It is it was not like, full on. It was porno. not Skinamax porno. I'll tell you that much. You think? Well, just because they showed a dick, I didn't see anything no, going like, that anywhere. That was like it was close enough, no, and I can it was I not. can see if that's the reason why like Amazon. It was like, like straight no. up softcore porn. If it was like no. it was like Skinamax, dude. It was not like Skinamax. Like trust me, I, I watch a lot of Skinamax to make fun of it because it's hilarious. Although Skinamax wouldn't show dick, so it is. They above will not that. show dick. The fucking I love Skinamax porn because well, I yeah, it is hilarious and the soundtrack. <laughs> I don't even watch it anymore. And there's so many. Do of they them? have Skinamax anymore? Like, yes. is that a thing? I don't even know. I don't have Skinamax. They do. Okay. They do like they have like a whole adult section on like sh- the Showtime channel. You know, and, we're and talking the Stars ab- channel, and it cracks me up. We're talking about this like they know what the fuck we're talking about, but anybody under the age of like twenty seven is like, what the fuck are they talking about? Whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I watched this glorious Skinamax once, right? Where like this chick is on a Lazy Susan. You know what a Lazy Susan is? Was she writing a book? on a table? Yeah, and you weren't paying attention to the sex. You were just remarking on how she had nice shoes. She didn't have shoes on. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, okay. I would have been like, ooh, those are nice pumps. Um, <laughs> She's staring at the quilts. But for whatever reason, she gets put on a fucking Lazy Susan and is like spinning around, and they're playing this fucking song that's like, meow, meow. It's like a techno song with meowing in it. Okay. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know. This is what, like, Tara... That seems boner-reducing. Tara, Mark, and... Jodo and I used to just fucking watch horrible Skinamax porn together and laugh our asses off because <laughs> the Techno Cat soundtracks were the fucking greatest thing in the world. And I have found that exact song <laughs> on like several different Skinamax porns. And I'm like, this is my life mission. I feel like I've opened a Pandora's box. You have box opened a Pandora's somehow. box. We need to do fucking horror porn. <laughs> 
Because that shit's going to be great. I, You know, I really, I have no problem doing it. I just literally feel like we need to watch like 10. And then like. That's, I said that. Like, I was like, I, I'm fine with that. Christina's going to be like, what the fuck are we watching, Alex? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> like, like, come on in, uh, your parents. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Come on in. Have a sit right down. Grab some lube and some tissue. Mom and dad. Yeah, no, watch I know. me I, masturbate. I can't no. fucking wait. Like, so I think uh, you know. To wrap it up. What would you give it a score of? I don't know. I mean, if you wouldn't watch it again, then it's got to be below. No, five. I said I would. I want to get really drunk and watch it again. But oh, okay. I'll watch it again. So it could be just a five. I will for give you. it a five. Yeah, I think a five is fair. Um, so it's the middle of the I, road. I get to see a fucking dick, yeah. like an actual dick, which is great. An actual dick. An actual human <laughs> penis that is attached to an actual human man, uh-huh. which is fine, and he's not gross, so that's awesome, <laughs> because typically whenever I get to see an actual human dick attached to an actual human man, it's yeah. disgusting. So, like, I- That's I, how I, I feel, girl. Preach. Preach. Why? Like, Game of Thrones, True Blood, every fucking thing in the world. It's just like, hey, here's the ugliest, fucking most unattractive man in the world. And there's his dick fucking flopping around that you can barely see over his fucking tummy flap. You're welcome, ladies. Here, you get on. you get to see the dick. And I'm like... Here, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close the box. No. <laughs> so annoying. It's unfair. That's all I'm saying. She's, she's going... So, she- I'm giving them major kudos and props because... I got to see an actual human man dick that wasn't disgusting. So, yeah. thank you. You're making me envision it, and I really just don't want to talk about it's it. Not anymore. a bad dick. I just would like to move on. Nope. Let's do that. Can't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, everyone. Dicks. Dicks. Uh, so That's what no. our podcast is about. So. <laughs> Balls and wieners. So I think you guys should check it out. It is up on Amazon Prime, I think, right now. Um, you can still check it out. It is a slightly cut version, which is about eight minutes shorter than the version we watched, which I believe is on the 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 actual Blu-ray. But that's the one that we were sent by Todd Jenkins, the director. Uh, so, you, you know, I don't know where you can find that, but I'll try to post about it this week for you guys if you are interested. But... But we do have another movie that we're going to be talking about right now, and that one is going to be Beasties. Now, this is an older film, much like an 80s film, but it did come out in 1991. The story goes, slimy little aliens attack teenagers. They're horny little devils. That's actually the tagline. They're horny little devils. This was a movie that was written and directed by Stephen Paul Contreras, and he... This is pretty much his only thing that he's ever done. Although he is very active on his Facebook, uh, the Beasties, or Beasties uh, Facebook page. So if you guys are a fan of this movie or interested in this movie, he does have a way that you can get it. There's a copy of it on Amazon, by the way, that you can pick up, I think, for like 15 bucks. And it is definitely from him. So if you're interested and you want to see something that is a... I'll I'll go into details later, but it is a film that you're never going to get the complete negative from the film ever again because of like some of the history on it uh but the cast in this movie a lot of unknown people that never really did anything in it so i'll kind of just go over who they are what their role is and if they did anything i'll explain it if not we'll just keep going it stars eric c bushman who also plays nelson croft which is not a nod to Lara Croft, as the game didn't come out until 1996, by the way, for any of those trying to piece those together. 
he hasn't done anything else other than this movie. Uh, he was the main star in the movie, though. So, also stars Dean uh, Denise Mora, who plays Laura. She was in the Transformer TV show, the cartoon show from 1985 and 1986, as many different voices uh, as a voice actor on the show. Also stars James Jeffries, who is Chubbs, the best friend of Nelson. He was on the TV show At Midnight with Chris Hardwick as himself. It's a show where they basically... I love that show. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, I love Chris Hardwick. (laughs) Yeah, he was on it just as a guest, I guess. That's it. That's all he's ever done. No, not that I know of. It also stars Brenda Stube or Stubbe, S-T-U-B-B-E. So Stube, maybe? I like Stube better. Yeah. She played Stacy. She's been in Nothing Else. Hector Yanez played Osiris, who was in Nothing Else. Uh, it also stars Eric Delabare, who was Hammerhead. He was the punk kid, leader of the, the punk gang, I guess. But he was uh, writing and directing and, of course, acting for many different things, though. He's only has two acting credits, by the way. So this and, like, something else. But he has directed movies like Kate's Addiction, Reasonable Doubt, Venice Underground, and a TV movie called One Hogan Place. Uh, Also stars Janine Miskulin, who plays Sarah. She was the badass Sarah Connor kind of character. She's been in nothing else. Oh, like there was a badass Sarah Connor character? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you don't remember? She was like the, the the badass chick that wasn't scared of the beasties. Oh, okay. Also stars Tony J, who was actually an established uh, actor. He'd been in 172 different roles. He played Frankie. He's been in a bunch of stuff, really. Some of the more notable ones are Time Bandits as the Supreme Leader. He's also in Twins, My Stepmother is an Alien, Twin Peaks Original Series. And he was also the voice of Monsieur de Arquet, the character in Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon. Uh, He was also in the Tick TV cartoon series, plus a ton of voice acting in games and kids shows. So, Brittany, what what are your thoughts of this amazing masterpiece that uh, I made you watch today? I want the hour and 45 minutes of my life back. (laughs) Like yesterday. She's mad. I'm mad. I'm real mad. (laughs) We do this for you guys, okay? I hate this fucking movie. (laughs) Nothing about it is okay. Like, I literally enjoyed yeah. nothing. Wow. Nothing. It's a rough week, huh? Yes. <laughs> like, so, like, in comparison, like, Cherokee Creek is a fucking goddamn masterpiece compared to this movie. Okay. Like, I don't know. I didn't like it at all. I was super bored. It was very difficult for me to actually get through it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and I had to watch it in sections, like specifically because i was like i can't do this okay um well why do you not like it i i don't understand the story okay like to me like that's the biggest thing is i don't understand what the fuck is happening and i feel like it's jumping from too many different situations back and forth like so we're dealing with beasties but now we got to deal with these fucking punk kids that have some kind of god that they're trying to sacrifice somebody to for whatever fucking reason (laughs) And then there's these other kids that are part of this somehow, and I don't know why how they fit into anything, but then they all come together. They, I don't get it. Okay. It's too convoluted of a storyline, and, not, and there's no, like... The acting's not really strong for you to want to pay attention. Awful. Yeah. And there's no satisfactory, like, reasoning behind anything that any of these people do, and there's no, the en- there's no fucking ending. Okay. 
There's it just it's just done. There's no there's no satisfaction behind any single thing that happens in this movie. Like nothing. I don't get it. The creatures are stupid. Like <laughs> I thought they were kind of cool. Like at the end they get kind of cool. Okay. But like prior to that, I'm just like the whole every time one of them will come on screen, well, like it just looks so fucking dumb. Like I don't get it. Like it it would not scare me if it's coming at me. I'd just be like, oh, it's special. Like. I want to cuddle it. Well, this feels like, like a movie it's, that... It's broken. Like, someone fix it. Somebody... This might be one of those movies where everybody got their start from, you know, kind of thing. Well, not everyone, clearly, but these <sighs> these two got... <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But, yeah. I feel like this is the kind of movie that just, like, keeps you from having a career, which is why most of these people haven't gone on to do well, nothing. right here on the cover, I have the cover here right in front of me, it says, worst movie ever made? Question mark. Yeah. Up there. <laughs> I don't know, man. After watching like some of the Halloween Howling Whoa. movies, uh, I don't think this one is as bad as you think. It's still terrible. I don't know, man. It's not good, bro. I don't know, it's man. Not good. Like, I, I literally have no redeeming qualities of this movie at all. Like, I will defend it because I don't know. For one, just to give you guys kind of a background on how we got this movie, for why we decided to watch it. I, it's been in my Amazon wish list for like ever, just because I was like looking for weird, like never been heard of movies to watch. Because I'm, I like finding those one kind of gems that like everybody shuns and forgets about, or it got lost somehow. And you know, shit, memes die fast. Like, why wouldn't fucking movies? You know what I mean? So I had this in my wish list, and one of my viewers on the, the Twitch stream that I do, if you guys ever want to come, it's Deacon Rain, R-E-I-G-H-N. Um, he gave it to me, Patrick Lemke, and he uh, sent it to me on my wish list, and I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll fucking review this. So I was like, I'll figure out a way to, to incorporate this. Because if you guys remember, we originally were going to do Beasties and Night of the Chihuahua, that's right. And uh, I, I couldn't find a copy of it, nor was I too thrilled to find one, uh, to be honest, because like everything that I saw looked like some dude just made it, which is kind of appealing in some way. This movie, The Beasties, by the way, is your typical amateur shot on video movie, you know, that some amateur guy just wanted to make a, a, a film yeah. and shot it himself and didn't know... I don't think they knew too, too much uh, about film, but they seem to have kind of a, a grip, so maybe I'm wrong. But typically, these sort of films, I would say, try to add everything and the kitchen sink. And I think that's where this convoluted story that you're talking about is is getting lost a little bit. Because you dream big, man. Mm -hmm. You dream big. You don't think about budgets and all this other shit. But they had a really tiny budget for this that I've heard. And I'll get into more of that on the trivia. But I, my, I think... I think mostly why people do that is because when you want to create something, you go all out in your mind and you, you shoot for the moon and then somehow they actually kind of pulled it off in some way for me. Uh, it's not a great movie or even a good movie, but I respect it for the sake, I guess, of creativity, I guess, you know, that somebody actually went out there and did something, you know, I'm not sure it, I don't know if it was cheap, cheap or not, but they may have gotten a lot of favors pulled for it because some of the puppets and stuff like that getting molds of that of like creatures and stuff that couldn't have been that cheap i don't know I mean, maybe it's just a copy that i have because the original something happened to it and i'll explain that more in the trivia but they definitely spent some money on it i don't think it's that cheap to do some of the stuff that they tried to do in this because they had full-on sets that they designed up which i thought you know a for effort there 100 percent 
more money anyway than an amateur usually has access to anyway. That's what I was thinking. But some say that it is the worst movie ever made. And to me, I don't think it is. I kind of feel like it's more so bad it's good in a way. Or it is kind of so bad it's bad. But after watching seriously some of the worst films in that howling, holy <laughs> shit, dude, this movie is not that bad to me. That was like life altering. It is definitely debatable whether or not this is 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 the worst movie. Uh, I don't think it is, but I'd rather see this crappy acting and shitty creatures than a boring movie any day. If it, it doesn't even have any attempt at it, and that what was it, Howling Seven that it, we watched. Pretty sure it was Howling 7, the one where they were at the bar and everything. They yes. didn't even show any like creatures until the very end, and it was not even that good. So, I don't know. There's something to say about that, I think, for, for me anyway. I enjoyed the huge story that is all over the fucking place in a way, but I also had to like go back and like rewatch parts and like really focus because I was like, wait a second, like what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> so, I mean, the execs in the movie studios wouldn't even touch a story like this with all their money at all because it's too much. I think it had some pretty interesting twists and turns in there that made it kind of unique. It's essentially a small town where nerds, college kids, sexism, bad humor, punks, Satanists, and creatures coexist. I mean, that right there alone should tell you there's a lot going on in this movie. So not only that, though, there there are, you know, basically space creatures uh, until you find out what later what they are um, that feed on humans. So, you know, adds an extra thing to it. The puppets, I thought, were kind of decent, but definitely did not move around well, except for that last one that you we were talking about. I think that one was cool. Like, because it has animatronics and shit in it. It looks like I got a ball sack for a head. Right. I mean, it's it's silly looking, but we'll talk more about that later. Supposedly, this is uh, the creator of the Creepazoids, too, by the way, which is a, a, I think it's a full moon or a trauma. I can't remember, which I'm assuming they're talking about one of the executive producers, David DeCocto, who directed Creepazoids, and he's uncredited in this movie for some reason. I don't know why. He's none for doing Puppet Master 3. Uh, otherwise... I don't know how anyone is associated to anything because most people don't have any credits other than than he and the special effects guys who worked on this. So the guys that did the visual effects on the on the movie, like the 90s, straight up 90s visual effects, early 90s, too. So it's a little hard to figure out who did the creatures, to be honest. Like, I couldn't figure it out. I was, like, really doing some research on that, but... Uh, I did reach out to the director, or, or not the director, but somebody, I don't know who it was, uh, who runs the Facebook page. I didn't get back to me. So anyways, I, I, I honestly don't think it's as that bad of a, a little shot on video sci-fi creature schlock fest. I've seen a lot worse in this category, to be honest. And uh, I've spent far more time on way worse movies, and I've had a, a lot worse time than I did watching this movie. It is going to be hard for the general person to watch this. Like, this is superior cheese. You know what I mean? Like, in a way. Like, there's a fine layer of each layer of cheese in superior shit movies. And for those people, this is probably that kind of film for them. So... I did get a few laughs in it, and I like it specifically because of the spirit of creation, like I mentioned. So, you know, getting out there and doing something that, let's be honest, most people don't even have the courage or passion to do or try. Right. You know, most people, like literally I've found, who who they just think things will happen for them, even if they don't do anything. Like someone's going to reach out and be like, you know what? You're a smart guy. Let's make a movie. 
Not going to happen, everybody, just to let you know. It's not going to happen. You're going to put yourself out there and give your life and soul and... Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I'd probably say, you know, it, it's for those few that can appreciate those kind of fucking shitty movies, uh, if you don't have the stomach for, hey, I made this film on no-budget myself films, I'd stay clear of it. If you got some pizza, some friends, and some drinks... Have at it, you know, have a fun time making fun of it if you want. I'd give it probably a 5 out of 10 for one of the shot on video films. I've seen better and I've seen a lot worse. So I think it's creative. I think they went all, they swung for the fences and did a lot more than most people could pay attention to for this kind of film. Had way too many characters uh, for such a small fucking film. But somehow they pulled it off in some weird way and I, I appreciate it for that reason, so... Uh, I think, you know, you can't compare this film to anything else but shot on film, by the way, like, you know, direct it yourself kind of films. Uh, so it's its own beast or in this case, beasties. beasties. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get into depth about that because I feel like nobody ever really gives these kind of movies that kind of fucking attention. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that this is going to win awards anywhere. Like, it, it probably is one of the worst films ever made, like, in, like, however many there are, but I don't think it's, like, the bottom. So, I know you hated it, but I'm glad you watched it, Brittany. I just want you to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would we give the score of for two. this? You give it a 2 out of 10 for, even just for shot on video? Yep. Of the vi of all the movies you've seen shot on video? It's getting a 2. Okay. Well, I'd give it a 5, so. There we go. It's because I'm not a hater. <laughs> I just, nope. <laughs> Two. So really, you hated this like a lot more than... Didn't, I, I did not like it. You So you liked The Howling 7 more than this. Would you say that? No. What did I give The Howling 7? I think you. I think it was like a... Like a two? Like a two, yeah. Oh, well, then I'll give this one a three, because I like this better than The Howling 7. Okay. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember either, but whatever I said about The Howling 7... This like, is better. This is better. Okay. <laughs> I hate that movie too. Like fuck. Like so, I would rather if I had to watch either of these fucking movies again, like gun to my fucking head, I would consider dying. <laughs> but I would You pick, would not. I I would pick this one. <laughs> All right. To watch. Well, some of the trivia that I found on this, this is a movie that apparently was shot in nineteen eighty nine. They started on it. It had a tiny, tiny budget to work with, and there was no digital editing back then, so or 3D animation for, you know... That's fun. The consumer grade, you know, back in those days. And this is, I'm paraphrasing from uh, some of the stuff that I read on the Facebook page for the Beasties, so if you guys want to add that, you can. It, he said, uh, it would have made my job so much easier and less expensive, but we worked with what we had. It was shot in Fresno and Oakhurst area. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. He said, I believe Beasties is so bad that it's good. If you like cheesy, dumb sci-fi horror flicks that may, be, may Beasties bite you on the leg, the movie is considered rare and hard to find by collectors. He said he recently found a VHS copy from the original release on sale on eBay for over a hundred dollars. LOL. You can't get a D you can get a DVD copy uh, at the the Amazon store uh, that he talked about. And we'll include that link too. Um, so 
He said, look out, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Is Beasties the worst movie ever made, or is it so bad that it's good? If you ever, if you think you've seen the worst movie ever made, think again. This rare, hard-to-find movie originally released nationwide in 1991 under the title Beasties by Cinema Home Video, headed by Dave DeCocto, known for Creepazoids, Sorority Babes in Slimeball, Arama, and many other B-movies from the 80s. He also directed some of the Puppet Master movies, blah 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 beasties was one of the only few super eight films to ever receive a national distribution deal by an independent hollywood distributor 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 (laughs) (laughs) they were originally going to call this movie bio not because they mention it in the movie they do like several times yeah and we'll explain that later because they have like a flesh craft that that they call a bio he's like they're like i was a bio not but yeah. um but they changed it to beasties when it was released so there were only 200 copies ever sold being pulled from distribution because of a changing market for a small low budget films and uh it was shot basically on a shoestring budget on super 8 so oh really yeah like actually on super 8 yeah that's like the first film that was ever uh, to cool. receive national distribution from a distributor that way. So, but you know, for a shoestring budget, I personally think it's good. That's why I, I think it's okay. You know, it's not like good. Yeah, I it's, see what you're saying. You, you see what I mean? Like for what they did, it's impressive. Right. For what they did on the budget that they had, that's the that's the gist that I get. Um, Fair. But the master tape for this movie was destroyed in a fire. Um, like a decade ago, apparently. And they salvaged uh, from one of the few remaining VHS copies. So it was re-released on DVD by the director, producer, Stephen P. Contreras, and uh, was edited down to less than 90 minutes in the original release. So uh, this version, the one that that I got and the one that's on Amazon, is directly from the director, and it it has the first 20 minutes not seen in the original released version that's now available. So you can get that if you want for 50 bucks. It's not rated two, by the way, guys. So if you guys are, there is some boobs in it and stuff like that. I don't think it was that bad. It reminded me of like a fucking meatballs movie, right? Oh, there was boobs in it. Yeah. For like a hot second. Right. So I don't know. I mean, it's. it's, She had a long ass, too. I remember that. Sorry. No, no, you're good. No, no. Now I remember. She had a long ass. There's a lot of male humor in this. Like, it's it's definitely in the vein of that that sleazy dude stuff, you know? That's why I say sleazy beasties, you know what I mean? So I feel like, in a way, these kind of match perfectly because the whole first 30, 40 minutes of this movie is all sleazy, like sleazy jokes and shit like that. Did you notice? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the uh, trivia there, guys. But... For those of you who are willing to go to the depths of hell with us, we're going to kind of break down the movie and talk about the movie in our spoilers section pretty much now. Uh, So if you are uh, a masochist and uh, enjoy this kind of uh, us making fun of the movie in a way and also kind of laughing with it, uh, you want to stick around. But if not, and you haven't seen the movie yet and you you can't be spoiled, then you might want to get the fuck out. Okay, but you're missing out. So fuck you. Um, so fuck you. <laughs> Basically. So, so go fuck yourself. To break it down for you guys in like the most like cohesive way, the whole movie kind of starts out and there's like people fucking in cars, like at a lookout point or something. Is that what it was? I think it was. Probably. 
I, I couldn't really tell. They're, you know, they're always going into the woods and getting attacked by creatures. Like, there's so many characters in this movie. It is really hard to, you know, white people all many. look the same. We do. Like, I mean, to be honest we with you. We do all look the same. Well, especially when you're in a movie where you don't really, like, establish your characters that well. And everybody kind of looks the same anyway. <laughs> we do all look the same. I'm <laughs> just I mean, saying, like. It's fucking true. <laughs> That's why we do things like color our hair and pierce our faces. Right, we gotta stick out, Get man. tattoos to right. fucking be different. Yeah, we don't want to be like the other white guys or white girls. No, uh, we're not pork. <laughs> I want to well, be the other white It might meat. be debatable for me, but I'm made of mostly pork. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so after a couple of, or a couple are fucking in the car or something, they hear a noise, they hear a spaceship or something land or some noise, they think it's a spaceship and they see it off in the distance. Oh, they ne- though they never show it until the very end, by the way. Uh, so you just kind of assume what they're seeing. So it's a little confusing. In the very beginning, there's Nelson and Chubbs having a conversation and Chubbs is like trying to convince him to go to a party, to go on this date or something like that with some girl with him because he wants to get laid and he doesn't want to, she won't go with him alone or something like that. So he tries to invite his buddy Nelson, who by the way, is a student working on DNA with pen and paper, of course, easy peasy. Um, but he's like, Chubbs is all like, sometimes I wonder if you have any hair on your balls. And he was like, well, you're in the gym class with me, right? I know. Like, what? I was like, okay. I'm not looking at your fucking pubes, dog. <laughs> well, you're in gym class with me, right? So that means you stare at my dick. <laughs> well, and I guess that's the humor of this movie is that it feels like it's, I don't know, stiff humor. Like, I don't know, not, not great humor, but there's some like inadvertent funny things that happen in this that I kind of laughed at. Then they fast forward, you know, they're they're going on this date, Nelson and Chubbs, I guess, and they have two doofy high school kids outside the food place. And he's like, did you see the size of those knockers on that one? When she ran, they all bounced all over the place. <laughs> and then they bump into Hammerhead, who's this like leader of the punk order of thieves or whatever the fuck he is he doesn't even look like a punk kid he looks like a like goth reject i don't know yeah it's well it's kind of they look kind of cool like i mean to be honest very like 80s nobody dresses like that anymore that's for sure like it's leather jackets and chains all over the fucking place and they got this other chick who looks like a like a fucking joan jet kind of reject a little bit (laughs) but she was kind of hot too like she was like a vamp uh well that not that joan jet isn't hot she's like pretty attractive for her age especially but they start to bully these kids you know one of them looks like one of the punks that's with him. He's like the the gothopotamus, mm-hmm. and he's like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. No, it's he, perfect. He looks like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, kind of, and yeah. he has the mentality of that same character. As he he squashes a burger in his hands, and he's like, and then they all talk about stomp assing. They're like, yeah, man, we're going to stomp ass. We're going to start with you. Stomp ass. He's like, yeah. Yeah stupid (laughs) it's pretty bad uh by the way guys we just uh took a small break because i was having a coughing fit and almost died uh i inhaled some of my phlegm it was gross guys (coughs) i'm still choking on it so you might hear me cough a little bit uh anyway so back to the podcast Uh, oh that's what that's what we're doing okay uh meanwhile 
So there's the two college nerds from the very beginning, and they're like talking about their ball hair when they pull up to the food place at the same place where these two doofy kids are getting picked on by the the fucking punks. Talking about women's buns too, like he was like he's like oh I'd like to get between them buns or something like one of them's like excuse me I need to squeeze the cheese I think it was Chubbs he's the only one making those comments yeah yeah and Nelson's like I'm I'm gonna need to, to get he oh he tells Nelson he's like I'm gonna need to get some help you know because my hands aren't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh my god, dude. So he goes to help him? Like, what? Like, I don't know what that was all. It was just like... Because he wants to talk to him. Because the girl girl was like, they haven't said anything this entire time. It's supposed to be a double date or whatever. Oh, okay. Talk to him or whatever. And And, then, like, they... Yeah, that's that's right. That's his excuse to get him out of the car. And I'm like, that would not make me get out of the car to go with you. But okay. That's right. Because they go in there and they talk about the the girls. And he's like, she's kind of young, don't you think? Yeah, because she's like 15. Yeah. Yeah, he's and he's like, she's child. of age. I don't know what you're talking about. And she, well, you find out that she was lying, remember? Yeah. Anyway, uh, then the punks come in the bathroom to fuck with them. And they're like talking about cutting his dick off. They're like, in other countries, when you steal, <laughs> they cut off your hands. When you run from the army, instead of fighting for the army of your country, they cut off your feet. So you piss behind my van, so... I'm gonna cut your dick off. That's what that's what you do. <laughs> I mean, like that's well, like the standard it. of all standards, right? Like, yeah, I, it's kind of silly. I'm just gonna cut your dick off. It's fine. But they go back to the van and they have like a fight with some college jocks apparently because they're there and like the college jocks were there like getting food too, I guess because it's you know it's like the whole you know where all the kids hang out back in the 50s, but this is a 90s movie. It's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like that movie, what is it called? Graffiti, I think it is. It's kind of like like this, anyway. The weird thing about this fight, too, is that they had like this fight for like two seconds. He's like, looks like you guys are outnumbered, Hammerhead. And then you just see like him jump at him and, or punch somebody. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And then it's over and they switch to the next scene. I'm like, that's okay. That's done. Like, we're not going to do anything else. Yeah. It's all, all in the sound effects. Yeah, it was kind of bad there. That, I mean, but you know, those are like you know the 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 early amateur woes of like <laughs> creating a film. I would assume, right? Right. Anyway, they get invited to a party by the jocks, uh, where apparently college girls put out because you know they're educated in ways about sex. That's what they say. <laughs> she kind of cracked me up. I was like, oh, the the eighties, you know, like this is totally eighties. Um, I think it was Chubbs was like, hey, Nelson, you ever seen sumo wrestling match? You're about to see one live in the parking lot because, dude, his Chubbs girlfriend bought him a single burger instead of a double. So he's pissed off. And he's like, I see why you got me a single because you're mad I was looking at those fucking girls. And she's like, no. (laughs) I didn't know. Fuck. Yeah. She's like, let's just go in. And he's like, have you ever seen a sumo wrestling match? Because you're about to see one live, Nelson. Like, oh my God, dude. Just fucking shoot me right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Nelson's talking to the girl in the back of the car, the one that's like too young to be on a date with a guy who's a junior in college. And she's in, still in high school. And she confesses that she's only 16 years old she's 15 she's about to be 16 was that what she said pretty sure i thought she, she said 16. 16 
Maybe. Yeah, I don't think she was 16. But she says, I hope that's okay with you being a junior at all. Is that cool? And he's like, I was like, no, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Run away. (laughs) Get out, man. Uh, But, you know, the times have changed a lot. And, like, have you ever seen, what's that movie? The one that takes place in the 70s, Dazed and Confused. Oh, I was like, The Graduates was not a thing, too. No, like, in Dazed and Confused, they kind of traipse that line, too, because the, the one kid's like... Is he freshman or something like that? Mm-hmm. They're all freshmen. Yeah. The part, yeah. And seniors. And then, like, some of them, he's, like, trying to hook up with, like, the seniors or something. I don't know. But anyway, that was kind of a thing that they, you know, back in the day, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, like, a lot of people did it. They just didn't talk about it a lot. Then, like, some parents didn't like it and some did. They were fine with it. Uh, but nowadays, yeah, you're a rapist, pretty much. <laughs> so it's kind of weird dichotomy there that you're looking at when you watch this film. Um, but they talk about how Nelson is afraid of love. And she puts her hand on his. She was like, you don't have to be. You know? It's like, oh, God. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's just so misunderstood. Yeah. You know? He's a 20, 21-year-old nerd. trying to hit on a 15-year-old. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, they go back to the couple uh, necking in the car because I guess... The, the, like I thought they died in the beginning of the movie but then they, they go back to them or another group I'm not 100% sure too many characters in this fucking movie I can't keep track of any of them to be yeah, honest so. I don't really understand it either it's a little hard to follow but the punks go back to their leader Osiris and who wears a Skeletor helmet <laughs> and wants to talk to Satan a lot I guess is that what it was I don't know He's he's very serious, by the way, and he he sounds like he has like a like an Asian accent, sort of like like a stereotypical one, you know. But like he's talking about Satan, and he wants the punk kids to stop this boy who's the chosen one, essentially, who can stop all of the evil and and can't be touched. So he he needs to hire the punk kids to go out and kill him because he can't lay his hands on him because he's too evil and the the, the kid is too pure. And the pure kid, by the way, is Nelson Croft. It's like, fuck. So Nelson and the gang, they stumble upon the slimy, fleshy, it's like a living flesh hole, <laughs> which they say they could be walking into a mouth. She's like, oh my God, we could be walking into a mouth. I guess like Pino- Pinocchio or whatever. <laughs> Pinocchio. Um, but they push on anyway. She's like, maybe we should leave because we might be in a mouth. And he's like, no, nah, it's cool. Because he deduces that the ship is asexual in nature. It's like, what? How are you fucking... How would you even know if, a, like, a ship, first of all, is sexual at all? He's a scientist. Of Alex. course, because that's what scientists do. They junior just, in college. Yeah. He knows everything. <laughs> He's smart as fuck, dude. Uh, but then he, he, like, touches, like, a fleshy bit on the wall or something like that. And he's like, we should take this this back, a sample back. And he grabs, like, an egg, I guess one of the beasties or something. Is that what it was? I think so. Anyway, he goes back to go to do research on it, and I guess they get lost somewhere in the woods or something at that point in time. So um, one of the beasties follows a girl into the shower, and she's, like, scrubbing down completely nude. This is the nude scene, by the way. Uh, And he's, like, watching carefully and all greasy, like, dripping grease off his face. (laughs) Uh, It looks like kind of like a Freddy Krueger, like, reject idea, like his face does. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when they show, like, I think it was the Dream Master, where they had, like, a baby Freddy, where his face was all, like, he was just tiny. 
kind of looked like that to me for some reason. I don't know why. But um, I thought it was kind of cool. I didn't think it... You thought it was that bad? You thought the creatures were that bad? I thought they were interesting. A little bit. I don't know. Like, the ones towards the end I felt were more interesting than the other ones. Okay. I just felt they were kind of derpy. Okay. Well, she she doesn't even freak out, by the way, when she finally sees this. Uh, and she just, she pulls a Britney pretty much and just like kicks. I know. I was like, <laughs> hell com- yeah, girl, kick it. I know, right? She, fucking kick it. She throws a towel over it, kicks it in the fucking head into another room. And then it like tries, she like shuts the door behind her and it tries to get in. And then uh, she had like mad composure though, you know, like. Yeah, she pulled a me. She didn't even freak out. She just immediately, without skipping a beat, just. Like a bug. There you go. Fuck it. Nope. Done. <laughs> Handled. <laughs> But she did grab a gun, you know, just in case, because she's smart. Uh, she loads it, opens the door, and then, like, searches around for it. And I got to give her credit here. I'm not sure I'd be looking around for that shit, you know what I mean, in that situation. Nope. Especially with a fucking long barrel shotgun. Like, maybe a handgun, but not a long barrel shotgun. Right. You know what I mean? That's more of, like, a bottleneck kind of weapon, you know, where you're, like kind of know where something's coming from you know from a a, a mid-range distance um but anyway uh the beastie jumps on her neck and then she like drops the gun and it she like stabs it in the head like f- 10 times i don't know it was a bunch right and then uh it scurries away and out the door <laughs> like i don't know how it opened the door either it just like ran into it and then opened it a clap on <laughs> he couldn't reach the fucking doorknob so how the fuck did he get out you know <laughs> Um, it's a saloon door. Just... Yeah, maybe. Well, it was like she lives in a like trailer or something, right? Because it was like kind of up. Because like that's when Laura and Nelson. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Laura and Nelson show up at her house accidentally because they get lost in the woods after finding the fucking the flesh craft is what I'm calling it. It's <laughs> a good name. Fleshlight. Yeah, flesh craft. Um, but they don't know each other, so they just show up and. Nelson searches around for it because she tells them that there was a creature and like she's getting attacked and he's like, well, I deduce it. It appears to be some sort of slime, some sort of waste. And it's like, wow, you're so sciencey, dude. <laughs> like, it's pretty bad, dude. Shut up, homie. Right? <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck, dude. Right? <laughs> he's like, and of course he pulls out the egg to analyze it and he deduces it's an alien life form. Deducing. So- yeah, wow. It, it took him There's all a but, lot of deducing. Yeah, he deduced that, that this movie is terrible. Uh, I and, deduced that within like 20 seconds. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's kind of funny because like he's, he like figured out that the, the spaceship, it was a spaceship made of flesh in like seconds. But then it took him like carrying the egg somewhere and then like going somewhere to find out that it's an alien egg. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so... And, and another group in a car have one, uh, one in the back of their truck while they're driving away, and they scream, and they're like, hey, let's get the hell out of here, and they just stop the truck and run. Remember the one that was in the back of the bed? I mean, I guess I get that logic. I don't know. I would I would. I don't know. <laughs> I would have just sped off really fast. Like, if it broke through the window, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I certainly would have, like, swerved a little bit to knock it down yeah, like, and then, like... Speed up and swerve around or something. Something. Grab my shotgun out and popped it in the face out the fucking <laughs> window or something. Just kick it. Of course, the other kids, the, the big guy, the, the chubs and his girlfriend and uh, friends now need to get the help of the sheriff. 
of course, because all this bad, they realize something bad is happening and he doesn't believe them that they saw like a spaceship or pretty much anything. And he, and he threatens them. I think he said like public intoxicants. Is that what he said or something <laughs> like know. that? So the kids leave, of course, but that's the typical stereotype or trope, I guess, um, you know, of a horror movie is like the, the sheriff never believes them. Anybody that's in charge doesn't believe you. Right. That's like the blob did that everything. So, but Nelson finally figures out how that they grow their machines. And that's why this spaceship cave or this, the flesh craft was actually a flesh ship. You know what I mean? So they went into an alien fleshlight that flies pretty much. <laughs> then almost kiss at that point, by the way, while they're with the, the badass chick who like stabbed the thing in the head. This is, they're all at their place or whatever. Um, and she's like, all right, enough of this fucking lovey-dovey shit. We got to fucking take care of business. There's fucking creatures everywhere. And then they fast forward to like the doofy kids, the two that were like outside the, the burger place in the beginning. And they stumble upon a car with the kids who were making out earlier. And I guess one of the bodies topple out of the vehicle and the, and the face is like melted off by one of the creatures. So they like run off. But the, the badass chick and another place and this is how many times we're like switching between characters there's too many characters like this is like have you ever seen the movie it's a mad 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 world or rat race or yeah. anything like that it's like that many characters like that's what it feels like and that's like not an easy task to juggle but back at the 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 chick's house with the shower and she stabbed the beastie she's they're devising a plan to save frankie and of course the 16 year old or 15 year old chick laura tells nelson that she loves him mm -hmm. and the badass chick is also impressed that nelson would uh stick his neck out for the frankie guy they're like that's so nice that you would do that and, he, and she and the 16 year old's like i told you he's a special kind of guy she's like said this like nine times in the fucking movie he's a special kind of guy <laughs> i don't know i guess they were trying to show the love i guess right yeah maybe o on screen love they had zero chemistry, so I guess maybe that's why they had Other to than do just it. her hanging on to him every five seconds. Right. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was like kind of ridiculous. It just kinda kinda got annoying a little bit at that yeah, point. Yeah, it really did. But they get in the car and the BCs attack the windows and the badass chick, uh, Sarah, she like punches him in the face and then like they drive off, which I thought was kinda cool. Um but the doofy high schooler kids that saw the dead body that fall out of the car and the face was melted and everything, they see a random, they're like picked up by a random on the side of the road as they're driving. And uh, one of the, the punk chicks, after they pick up these doofy kids, is like flashes the, the fucking random driver and he pulls over. He's like, can I give you a lift? That's what she said. She's like, well, maybe you can give me a lift. <laughs> or I can give you a lift or something. I don't know what the fuck she said. Probably but, something like that. <laughs> but then they, like, hijack the fucking car. Like, she takes it over. And, like, the doofy kids and everybody have to leave. And they're, like, talking about stomp-assing again. <laughs> and then Nelson, Laura, and Sarah, the badass chick, drive up at the same time. And they get hijacked, too. And they're, like, roughing them up and punching Nelson a bunch. <laughs> And the badass chick pulls out a fucking shotgun and pumps one of the fucking punk kids in the face. And it's like, pop. <laughs> and they don't even give a fuck. Do you notice that? They're yeah. just like, oh, let's go on with our day. It's cool. Fuck Larry. They just kick his head like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, they drive off and they, they 
they pull out the uh, Sarah chick, the badass chick, and take her. Uh, they put everybody else in a cage. They put, I think it's only like three of them, right? They they take yeah, Nelson so. and Nelson, Laura, and Sarah, and they all put put them in the cage except for Sarah, who he tries to make the hammerhead leader of the punks tries to make his new girlfriend. And so they have this like bar scene where they're like sitting down drinking together. And he's like trying to tell her how badass she is. And like, it's like, what the fuck dude. And they, they have like this layer. I don't know where the fuck this club was, but it was like all chick band, like a goth punk rock band. Right. I think so. Yeah. It was like all chicks like in the band playing. And it was like really slow, gothy, gothy punk rock. But, He's like, I te- he tells her the entire story of how he met Osiris, and he tells him that he's scared of him because Osiris has this power to control people's minds. And she's like, you don't really believe that, do you? And he was like, no, he really does, and there's nothing I can do about it. And, and in a way, they kind of like, it almost feels like they're like going to team up to like beat Osiris or something like that at that moment. Meanwhile, you see his ex-girlfriend or vamp, the one that flashed the dudes. She's like staring her down and devising a plan to take uh, Hammerhead down for ditching her so quickly with this other chick named Medusa. <laughs> of course, her name is Medusa, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she lets Nelson and Laura free from the cage because she wants to fuck up his plan or whatever to get back at, at fucking Hammerhead. And so then she, like, lets him out, but then wants to kill the Sarah chick, right? Yeah. I don't remember exactly what happened there. Do you? I just know that they wanted to kill her. Or she wanted to, or I don't know if it was, like, a sacrifice thing or what the fuck was going on. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, because, like, he tries to force himself. Hammerhead tries to force himself on Sarah, and she kicks him in the nuts, and then she bumps into Vamp running away from him. And she's, like, saying, you ain't taking my man, bitch, you know? Basically, yeah. (laughs) And then Nelson and... And Laura are like, you let her go, like, three times, like, demanding it like some idiot. And he's, like, holding up his fist, like, like some fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, he's, like, two pounds soaking wet. Yeah. Like, and Medusa and her friend, like, threatens Nelson. And he's, like, balling up his fist, and Medusa just knocks him the fuck out. And, like, I don't remember what happens to fucking Laura or whatever, but... They take Sarah, right? They take both of them. Oh, that's right. That's what happens. Uh, Vamp goes to see Osiris with uh, Sarah, the the badass chick. Or I think it was like an offer Sarah as a sacrifice, right? Yeah. But then this weird fucking thing happens, guys. Like, I don't even understand this part. So she goes, I brought you a sacrifice. And then he looks over to his left to this chick called Emerald. And his by his his throne candy, because <laughs> he's got a full on fucking satanic throne that he sits on, and they like have his two chicks like like he's fucking Boba or what's his name fucking Jabba, Jabba the Hutt, yeah, like all laying next to his side or whatever, and then he's like hands the knife to. Or, oh, that's what it is. He calls out to Medusa. He's like, who's the strongest leader of my of my the clan of women or whatever? And Medusa emerges. And then he hands Emerald this dagger to fucking fight. And they have this really stupid fight. It like turn it into like female version, like glow. Like wrestling, yeah. Glow. Yeah. It was glow. It was totally. It was kind of like. Slays of wrestling. Silly. But de- it was sillier cool. than that, yeah. Because glow was awesome. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, they probably fight better in that than they did in this scene. <laughs> but, but all the punks are screaming, kill her, kill her, kill her. And the two wrestle, I guess, with, like, a bunch of knives. Medusa, like, slices Emerald's hand off and then goes up to Osiris and slices her own throat. And I think he cuts her head off, but they didn't show it. Yeah, I don't know. Because they make the she noise. She that chick's throat and then... The girl goes up there and kills herself anyway, and I'm like, "What's the point?" That's right. Yeah, she she slits, she cuts her hand off, she cuts Emerald's hand off, then cuts her throat, and then Medusa goes up and cuts her own throat as a sacrifice to him, which unlocks his new ability to be a satanic power or something like that. And he drinks her blood out of a a demon skull. It's like really bad demon skull, dude. And he starts like moaning, and I guess he sort of transforms into some sort of like decrepit Old person yeah it kind of you know it looked like it looked like a army of darkness yeah like the guy of um beetlejuice too sally sally forth you yeah. know that guy Do you know what i'm talking about uh i think so yeah the main villain in army of darkness yes yeah anyway osiris is apparently now the son of the feared one aka satan i guess someone they didn't um, say satan ever someone we're scared of i guess I'm not sure, but probably. He calls Nelson his future arch nemesis. <laughs> I'm like, really? I was like, man, this is going to be easy for you, dude. <laughs> and Osiris gloats and says he has a hand uh, of innocence, that only a hand of innocence can kill Nelson because he's so good, not evil. So he uses his mind eye powers on Laura, the 15-year-old, 16-year-old date of Nelson, and tries to convince her to kill him with a sacrificial dagger, and uh, but she can't because you know love. She loves him. Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry to say, uh, but 15 and 16 year olds don't know what love is. No, not not that kind of love. From a, like they know family love <laughs> that I can understand. How about just I don't want to murder someone. Yeah. But murdering she, is bad. But yeah, but he's like a vampire. He was like has powers to make them do things that they don't want to do. You know. Meanwhile, the doof kids and other people had been picked up by some girls, and they head to the college jock party, and they hear that Nelson's not there, and then they like meet up with Hammerhead and have another shitty fight. <laughs> it's like a really shitty fight, but it's a bigger fight than than all the fights we've seen so far. Uh, Booger jumps in, and like now it's on all out brawl with like jump kicks. <laughs> parkour good. yeah he was like he was like doing some high kicks or something i don't know what the fuck it was but nelson even punches a chick like what the fuck <laughs> he like straight up fucking like whams her right in the face and then the big dude like friend roots them on he's like yeah nelson go like oh yeah you you beat it you punched a chick in the face <laughs> granted she was probably tougher than he was so sure. i'll give him that but <laughs> I'm not saying women can't fight, by the way. I don't know. I thought it was really funny. But the the, the normie people win. The college jocks beat the punks. And uh, I guess Nelson and Laura talk to Sarah for a minute. And he's like, you stay here, Sarah. You're like the one that's able to kill people and fight people. But I'm going to go off and save the world right now with my 15-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> like, what? No. No, that would not happen. So he, like, goes to the spaceship, right? And that what happens? I think so, yeah. They enter the, like, flesh craft again or whatever, and then, like, they see a beastie that has, like, a... It's like a brain beastie pops out, and it looks like it's smiling. Like, it's like... Ah! It's like 
like a fucking ridiculous ass <laughs> Muppet with the balls on his head. I'll have to get a picture of that. It's, it's pretty funny. It's so bad. Maybe we'll make all... it the cover or something. I don't know. It's pretty funny. I was like, oh God. But it's got like like uh, weird little tentacle things on its arm. And it's like the the mechanics, it's always like smiling. And you all you hear is like greasy noises the whole fucking time. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It's like, I don't know. It's so cute. I don't know. It is cute. <laughs> but it's now, weird looking. It's not scary. This is where the story gets really fucking crazy, okay? Because, like, this is where they kind of, like, explain what the fuck is, everything, like, why everything is happening. So Nelson tries to communicate it with it, and doing so, it starts to moan weirdly, and then it has this weird mouth chigger, like, you know the chigger bugs that have the little pincers on the front or whatever? Yeah. And it, like, has this thing. It sticks it out of its mouth and then, like, puts it on the side of his head. And then he drops to the ground and, like, passes out because it, like, it, it like has this really bad video effects where it, like, turns his face, like, static, red static or something. Is that what it yeah, was? I think so. Trying to, like, say that he transferred some sort of, like, I don't know what. Something. To yeah. So I think what it was is they were trying to do... um Back to the Future. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when in the second movie, when they touch, he's like, "Don't touch her! Don't touch her!" And then she pat. They both pass out. Yeah, that's what I think. Because, and this is the fucked up part. Um, Nelson recovers, saying that they're not from space, but they've been from Earth this whole time, and that they were once men or mankind. And in fact, not just man, but himself from the future, the brain, weird, smiley brain bug is actually himself from the future. And they traveled back in time to take over the world, I guess. And he says that after he gets his job, like in the future, he marries the the 15 year old girl and he's like working on something and they find a deadly virus and it kills off a bunch of people and in an attempt to try to save mankind because he's such a good guy he fucking does this test on himself to fight the fucking virus and in doing so turns him and everybody into fucking creatures <laughs> that don't communicate and want to devour people in the future and actually make flesh crafts that travel in time yep yeah which is, a, you know, it's kind of interesting, but that was, like, the most interesting part of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's exactly. kind of interesting to see, like, a flesh craft. Like, it, that time travels. It's not even from space. A giant flying vagina. <laughs> that sucks brain nerds. I, gotta, I don't fucking know. But he calls himself a bionaut. He's like, I've become a bionaut or something like that. And the weird future brain, Beastie Nelson, starts moaning. And it's like dying, he says. And that he's like, but he's dying. And and that means that he can't control the creatures uh, at long distances, only short distances, because science. And he knows this shit. But they leave the fleshcraft and they run into Sarah and the punks who are threatening her life. As the like, kind of like the beasties are like surrounding them out in the forest, which is kind of a cool scene because you get to see like, I think it was like four creatures. Different, yeah, different ones. It was all different ones. I mean, they moved like shit. Yeah. But it's it's still kind of interesting, you know. And they start feeding on Booger as he screams, and they like bite his face off. And then another punk runs, but it's surrounded and fed on. And then Hammerhead faces off a bunch and is like, "Let's thrash, motherfuckers." 
Let's thrash. So eighties right there. Uh, it but is. He He's dies. Like a living street shark. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta admit, like the punks were kind of cool, in my opinion. You know, just seeing them and like, they look like goth punks, like satanic goth punks or some shit. I don't fucking yeah. know. But anyway, so he, you know, Hammerhead dies. So basically, I think everybody except. Oh, that's right. That's what happens. Laura gets drug off because Nelson goes to save her from one of the fucking creatures and she's dragged off into the flesh craft. I had to watch it a few times to really catch what happened. Yeah, because it was really confusing. I was like, uh, what? What happened? Because you see like this flower kind of thing and it closes. Yeah. And I'm assuming that was the craft and then. You see this big dildo kind of like warp out of the picture. It looked like a dildo, did it not? It did. It was really weird looking. It looked like a flashlight. Like that's what a like a really deformed flashlight. <laughs> that was a that was a reject one from the future. Uh, <laughs> but it closes and it warps away basically and he screams about how they changed time. He's like, "But that changes time and they're so stupid they don't even realize it." And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, but I guess he took her because the brain bug is him. Who knows? So he was in love with her, maybe? I don't know. I hope there's a sequel. Because <laughs> that's where the movie ends, guys. <laughs> yeah, that it's is where the movie ends. Him yelling about it. About I know. How they're stupid or whatever. And, and I hope like, I explained what? it good enough for you guys because it's really... There is a lot going on in this movie. That's the abridged version of, like, everything that happened. Like, I didn't write everything down, just tried to, like, kind of touch on points that, you know, I thought were silly or... I don't know. It's... it's I Like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I, I just admire it for what it did, just like I would with, like, violent shit. It's a bigger story than any other movie in Hollywood. <laughs> think about it. Fleshcraft, it's pretty... That's a pretty uh, aggressive storyline to try to a porn. to do with like a, a low budget on. You know what I mean? Like Fleshcraft. Fleshcraft. Be a good porno. Twenty twenty five. Where all the aliens just fuck each other and fuck every all the Earths. Yeah. That's like Earth girls are easy too or something. <laughs> Fleshcraft. <laughs> Fleshcraft twenty twenty five. <laughs> Bitches are easy. Oh my god. That's okay. <laughs> Anyway, so do you really hate it that much? Yes. I mean, like, after all that? I hate it. Wow, man. I, I, I got to push ourselves to go down this path, you know what I mean? Like, we got to, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know what it was going to be like. And there's going to, I bet you there's going to be worse ones than this down the road. Probably. So we can use this as a reference point for you. That'll work. In the future. It was like we do with Howling. So, <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. <laughs> uh, Brittany sure as hell didn't. Uh <laughs> She hated me for subjecting her to all these films, like she always does. No, I didn't hate the. I didn't hate Cherokee Creek, so okay, that's all right. Fine. So that that's the winner of the two. You I'm think? glad we did this because I feel like if we would have had to watch the Chihuahua one and Beasties, I probably would have fucking just oh, killed you. Oh yeah, I I mean even I watched the trailer it and just been and straight it, murder. Literally, guys, it's it's two Chihuahuas that are sitting on someone's couch, and someone just videotaped them barking at the door. And then they put subtitles underneath it and, like, made a story around how they walked. Magical. And barked. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm going to find it and watch it now. Well, I'll show you guys the trailer. I'll, like, post it or something if you guys, like, push, like, twist my arm to, to show you or just look it up. 
because <laughs> I'll forget to put it in the episode. Yeah, so you you dodged a bullet with that one, guys, and you did too, Brittany, so be thankful for that. But would you guys check these movies out? Which of the two would you say that you enjoyed the most uh, or, or would want to watch uh, after listening to this? I'll put the timestamps, of course, like I always do on our future episodes, so from here on out, But guys, thanks again for coming by. We will be back with a brand new episode next week. We're going to be doing Kids and Holes in the Ground uh, as a hint. Uh, Actually, I'll just tell you what it is. (laughs) We're going to be doing The Pit. And we're also going to be doing Hole in the Ground, which is a new movie that just came out. Cool. So old and new. Is that cool with you? Sounds good. All right, guys. And as always. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stay weird, monsters. <laughs>